man. This is Dropping Jews. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to this new podcast, Dropping Jews. Redefining what we thought was true. So today we wanted to talk about... Just that jewel, that energy, man. Yeah, Einstein energy. ain't gonna know how to act, man. What Nikola Tesla when you need him, <laughs> man. What up, 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 boy, this is Dropping Jews, man, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back again, baby, what's up, Dropping Jews, baby, we in the building, man, I go by McKill and I got my brother here, Meech, what's good, baby? Yep, we What's heard. good, we, we here, we here, we here, man, we just 2023. Had, yeah, New Year, happy MLK Day, um, I just came from a beautiful uh, uh, program that they had at UMSO. It was pretty good, man. They had this brother named Cliff Albright. Um, he was a guest speaker. He he was real good, man. I I, I could tell that brother. No, he he's very knowledgeable. Um, he's been in the movement for a minute. For a minute, uh, he has a campaign called the Black Voters uh, Matter Movement. Um, and, and he been doing his thing, you know. But <laughs> enough. You know, no. Nah, I, I I do want to add on to that one bit one time. Okay. For these clown promoters <laughs> who got King at the strip club, yeah, flyers with lemon pepper wings and jewelry. <laughs> you got Dr. King doing hookah. <laughs> you know, he didn't have a dream to be at your <laughs> hookah <laughs> lounge. <laughs> it's bigger than that, huh, Meech? <laughs> when he talked about equality, he didn't mean equality in the sense that you can get a section in the club right, at a mean? white establishment. <laughs> That's the caveat, huh? <laughs> His dream wasn't to be market marketing for your purpose, huh? <laughs> no, the poor, the poor people's campaign was not meant to be an economic base for hood promoters. <laughs> so please show some respect for the man and his family. Facts. You disrespectful nimble suits. That's mm. all y'all are. But that I just wanted to say that because it's like people talk don't understand talk. the history. Like we talk about white people and how they treat us at the same time. We don't look how we treat the I people our, our our forefathers. Facts. You know, King was legendary in the lineage of black history. And for you to be essentially defacing him with these flyers that I've been seeing circulating on social media. Oh, they got it really out there? I seen flyers. You ain't seen them? No. Man, I told you King had pictures with rings on them. Oh. No, I'm that I'm not joking. That's why I had to get Defama- on. What do they call it? Defamatory or whatever? Just it, to, yeah, I mean it's 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 it's, it's just uncalled for and it's not what it's that it's not what you King know Dr. Stood Cook, for, King yeah. stood for. Yeah. Maybe he had his issues. Who knows? But you don't you don't thing, you yeah. don't use your platform that is for drugs and alcoholism and economic base right to take from people who truly less advantaged because usually clubs most poor people go to the club spend their money rich people I, don't go to the clubs i'm saying that as a majority oh, okay. what keeps the clubs and bars open yeah you're right yeah rich people come they buy the booths and stuff but it's that lady they come every saturday drinking that five dollar tall can and she ain't just drinking one; she buying four or five of them. That keep the that keep the doors open, right? Just that woman or the, that the, man the, too. Huh? See, the, see, usually, like when it's when it's parties like that, um, promoters are the ones they getting a lot of that. You know that booth. You know mm. they they negotiate with the owner and stuff. Pretty much, depending on what type of club it is. Some clubs already got that locked in song, but yeah. 
some clubs got promoters, but you know, that's another story. That's not really what I want to talk about, but I just want to address that because it's just so much disrespect to our late great Dr. King. You know mm, I mean? Talk that talk, so, man. That's all. Nah, go ahead, bro. I mean, you said that you had, that's not what you wanted to talk about. Yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> I got to catch my breath. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the road. <laughs> that's what the podcast was going to be about. It just became like that. <laughs> but but you make a good point, though, man. I think we don't want to we, – we should value our, our ancestors more than anyone else when it comes to a situation like that, like you said, Meech, man. We can't tarnish the name. That's not the purpose of Dr. King. Uh, it was bigger than that. Matter of fact, the fight is still going on, um, you know, and, and we got to understand that just for our economical gain – that we shouldn't tarnish another uh, legacy in order to gain that. So Well, and that kind of, in a way, segues into what I want to get into because, you know, I have a real issue with how we structure societally, and I believe that damages a lot of interpersonal relationships. Um, you know, I see on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, even I'm starting to see more and more clips of TikToks, these in particular relationship gurus, and they talking about the man and they talking about the woman and everybody's an expert. <laughs> you know, I don't want to deal with your damage and trauma and I don't want to deal with your trauma and damage. And I didn't have a father. I didn't have a mother. And I came from food steps and I came from <laughs> government cheese, right? Yeah, and you have yeah. these people and then these these pseudo experts talk about this issue, but I really, when I, when I'm starting to look at it, you know, of course, hold on, let me take a step back. When you first see, you be like, okay, it makes sense. But when you start unpeeling those layers, in my opinion, is deeper than that. And I think it goes to the system in which we in and how these institutions have maneuvered and manipulated people into their belief system of what and who they are, which affects who they become in relationships. I really believe the system in inadvert well, the system has systematically caused a lot of the problems that we see in our relationships today. Mm. Can you expound on that? We, we Man. say that. So we we talk about so say you're in a relationship with someone and that person comes from a background of they had a mother in their life, their father wasn't there, never met their father in their life, but had a relationship with um, their grandmother, mm -hmm. right? But the grandmother was a side piece to the granddaddy. So the grandmother was never the main piece. The granddaddy always had a wife and a family, and he had a family with the grandmother. So that's three generations. The mother, I mean the daughter, the mother, and a grandmother, mm -hmm. right? And that affects the daughter in the long run because she never had a relationship with her father. And so at some point, at one point, pardon me, in the past, it was kind of a general understanding that men were married that had side pieces, side families, not just pieces, oh, yeah, 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 side yeah, yeah, families. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm talking about families in which they took care of or they helped out or they had, and they still had the white belt. And that's the new normal. See that shit. That, that was, was a, the normal. That was that. that was more generally accepted because the man was taking Girl. care of things. Mm -hmm. So to my point, what I originally said, societally, right? Even it, even though the institution might not write it in their laws and say we accept it, that's kind of an unwritten rule amongst men, right? I understand it, even though I didn't live that period of time, that if a man want to have a woman and a side woman or a side family, 
as long as he could take care of it, right? Oh, uh, you talking about more than one wife or just shit? I'm just saying. No, it's you talking about society? Yeah, it's yeah, an yeah, unwritten yeah, amongst you. men. See, that's what I'm saying. There's a there's a social understanding amongst men. I, I I just have to say now some men gonna bash me and say I don't know what I'm talking about. Come on, we know we ain't had locker room talks and we know how we deeply feel about this issue. So don't sit up here and say, see women ain't gonna understand that. <laughs> I'm not saying every man. I'm not saying every man there's always well, a lot of women out here who think every man is nah, uh, I don't think every man like that. Okay. But that there are men who can't just be with one woman. Yes, we we yes, and, we and there are that. and there are, are men who are under understanding that if they could take care of their main woman and their side woman, they have both. What's well, a lot of poly relationships going on? Well, they spring. You know why they springing up? But that's another thing. A lot of women are slow. They confidence is low, and they like you know what? I just have to deal with him. I know he gonna cheat. I would rather just deal with. It. I heard women tell me that. Mm. I've heard, I've talked to several women who said, "Well, you know, if that's what he want to do, like I just know me ain't gonna cheat regardless." Mm. That's an that's another societal thing, right? But you get what I yeah, all I'm, yeah, I, I don't yeah, want to get yeah, to it, yeah, but I'm getting it. The, the overview yeah. of where I'm getting at yeah. is is how there are social things that heavily influence the interpersonal, right? So even if it's not. Uh, 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 an institution, institution in the sense that it comes from the government or it comes from your job, right? There, there is like, there's like a, there's a general consensus among society, right? And there's said general consensus and there are unsaid general mm, consensus. Like and so that, unwritten and rules. so, so that yeah. abstract, right, is also a part of that social control or social influence on how people. Uh, our maneuver and act in related relationship. Does that make sense? No, nah, it does. It does. So, how can we find out who we truly are? This is this is actually what I'm getting to. How can we truly find out who we are if we don't challenge the abstract, the unabstract, the institutional, the non-institutional? How? Why can't we challenge those belief systems and find out who we truly are in the process? Now, you have to take some of that with you, right? Because that's how you've been indoctrined. But why can't we filter out the bad and take in the good and then grow from there? I believe that a lot of people internalize the process of a relationship or the understanding of a relationship and they look at it like what I want. Mm. True indeed, but if you come into a situation looking at it from an I perspective, you already lost because the system say you're a capitalist. So it's about yourself Self. first. So you never gonna win because you Selfish have to come with another person, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You see how we just look oh man, I could go ahead, man. No, 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 no. I'm He's going, going man. <laughs> Keep going, bro. Hey, what Jay tell bleak, keep going. <laughs> yeah, because you know, it's been a question, prime example. I'm going to give you a prime example of this. And it's been a question that's been brought to me throughout the years of my life. And I've, I finally actually actualized this, right? And it would be, Demetrius, um, do you want children or not? Mm. Right? And, you know, for the longest, they'd be like, yes, I want kids. Like, yeah, I want kids. Like, of course. Like, I have this idea. White picket fence. I have this idea. College degree. I have this idea. Six figure income. And doctrine. I have yeah. this idea. House. Doctrine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Again. Yeah, and so society, within yeah. this idea, I wanted it. You want a uh, dog too? <laughs> I want a dog too. <laughs> but I had I, I I'm slowly having to understand that I first would like to find a partner. And then we can have that discussion of whether or not kids works best for us. But my partner is way more important than my child because the child's not here yet. So why would I sit up here and be talking about I don't want a child when I haven't found the partner to burn my child with first and, foremost? first and foremost? And also, you have to take in consideration, you might find a person you love, but they unable to have children. Will you still be with them? Yeah. So is love quote unquote, more important than what you want. And I believe that most people cannot sacrifice what they want for true love. I think Ooh. most people still want what they want. So even if they love that deep down that person, 
if they can't bear children, they might go somewhere else and be in an unhappy situation. Or their child might turn not turn out genetically because they just now work genetically. You get what I'm saying? So there's a lot of factors that come into play that I just don't think that people t- truly consider. And that idea of having a kid and not having a kid is a perfect example of, you know, taking a step back and say, you know what? What's best for us? Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't put the cart before the horse telling somebody I want kids. You shouldn't even be having a conversation with a person you just meet. Talk about do you want kids or not? When these dating profiles ask you these questions, do you want kids? Why they ask you this question? You got you trying to find the right person. You need to find the right person <laughs> first. You trying to hey, you trying to get companionship. And then I but see but that. see but see but see the see that's why I think it's important evenly yoked to have a conversation about what's best for you both. I think you shouldn't come into the situation. This is very mature of me talking. This is a mature comment. This ain't no ignorant, uh, selfish. That, yeah. This is, is just coming from somebody that's very uh, has a logical approach. It don't make sense to most people, and people gonna hate me for saying this, and I don't give a fuck because it's just it doesn't make sense to them. Right. But the logical approach is to find a mate who you work for me at least is to find a mate. We have a discussion. What do we want to be in five years? What do we want to be in 10 years? Do we want children? How does that fit? Are you healthy enough to have children? You know, those are conversations. And then we we get to that conclusion mm-hmm. to collectively. And that's yeah. what couples do. Yeah. Okay. That's how it should work. Yeah. That's how it should work. But I I, I think, like you said, is the maturity part of it. You know what I'm saying? You, you really actualizing. And what you're doing is taking that onion and you peeling back those layers. Mm-hmm. And having those conversations with yourself, knowing that in order for me to establish a strong foundation, I need to find that right companion Mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. And then once we get to the children part, then we can have that discussion. But we got to establish what we have first because you want to be on a solid ground. Because if you got faulty ground and, you know, earthquake come, boom, everything collapses. Then, you know what I'm saying? Now you're trying to raise a child in a broken home. Yeah that could affect that child well will affect that child in the long run because Mm -hmm. they may not understand Mm -hmm. because they never had that example of what a solid you know what i mean foundation was yeah and i'm not saying that every child will come out that way because there are success stories with children that, that may have came you know from a broken situation but the co parenting worked in in a way to where you know what i'm saying that that child was able to not feel like I didn't have a mother or a father in my life. But going back to what you're talking about, man, I think it is important for the man and the woman to be evenly yoked in order for y'all to build on something. And and you almost need somebody in your corner who's willing to fight for you like you're willing to fight for them. You know, I heard this great conversation, uh, the, the, the lecture that I went to today, and uh, pretty much he was saying how how far are you willing to fight for something that you really believe in? Right. And you really have to change. And that's how you have to treat your relationship, man. Like, I can't be willing to die for you, baby, but you're not willing to do the same. I can't be willing to fight to see your success if you're not willing to do the same. Yep. I can't be willing to be there for you to cry on, but when it comes to me, you're not willing to do the same. You know, I think this whole ideology about a man needs to be a man, you know, that, that shit just really bothers me because they feel like we don't have humanly behaviors or humanly thoughts that at times we can get broken. And sometimes we need to cope and have somebody in our corner in order for us to get back to some kind of sanity, dog, and take that approach, man, and, and, and understanding that, society can break us man and and but it's up to us to have that strong foundation yeah. with each other yeah because that's where my domestic tranquility stands yeah um just to add to we genetically predisposed to a condition right because right. we we didn't we didn't ask to get the genes that we received from our parents we didn't ask to be chosen as a man or woman i mean just, you know genetics and you know the environment uh did what that did so with that being said there are people from not understanding that 
you know, nature, right? If you look at wildlife, man, if you look at males, right? Uh, chimpanzees or lions or et cetera, et cetera, they act a certain way in the wild. And, you know, I agree to a certain extent. I still think there's a natural inclinations or predispositions that we have within ourselves. But I'd argue that, you know, since we condition, we yeah. are we are conditioned more so than any other animal, to my knowledge, you know, the conditioning of institutional conditioning, right? Not just social, like, because animals are social. There are social hierarchies and understandings among animals. But what ad, we have that in the abstract. But what, what separates us is that we have governments, we have corporations, we have nonprofits, we have people starting businesses. So that creates another aspect to our experiences that give us an, a, another outlook or trajectory. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at the phone itself. It allows us to access information at the tip of our at the tip of our fingers. Right. So, with that being said, um, I, I truly believe that the us having the ability to be indoctrinated in, in from many different angles and various should give us the education and information to be able to not only understand what we predisposed to, but also understand how to learn and manifest what we truly want in society. And that's a higher, higher mindset. Mm -hmm. That's a higher frequency. You have to be able to get out of the mud, essentially, which we are on a lower vibrational frequency of how capitalism is, right? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I think that's, that's the root of, 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 in my opinion, in America, that's the root of a lot of relationship problems, the idea of capitalism, right? And uh, you have to get out of that. Get out of that. And once you start being happy for who you are and stop, you know, of course you want to be somewhat secure financially, but you stop allowing that to be the all, right? Facts. You can Facts. find meaningful relationships because now you're loving yourself instead of looking for someone else to love you for your insecurities. Facts. You're finding happiness in being alone instead of trying to have someone come and comfort you because you don't know how to be alone, alone. right? Mm-hmm. These are things that's very challenging, and I don't think most people have the ability to truly understand and be comfortable and cope with it's tough it's difficult that's why you know drugs run rampant yeah alcoholism (laughs) Alcoholism. yeah yeah. i Um, mean but you made a good point man i think a lot of times people don't know how to cope or be alone yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't have a problem with being alone because it kind of helps me with my thoughts yeah um it's a time for me to you know reassess and and recenter myself sometimes yeah in order to, like you said, love thyself, man. But at the same time, um, within that love, love who I'm with and love my family. You know what I'm saying? Being able to uh, be appreciative of what mm-hmm. I have and, and and not what I have, man. Like we always say, being rich is a state of mind. You know what I'm saying? People associate with being rich as having a lot of money. But if I was making $200,000 a year, I don't think I'd be you know, depressed because I'm not making a million dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like wherever you find your success and what you define as success, that's where your happiness lies at, man. But you have to first understand what is your happiness, man. And I think, you know, like going back to what you're saying as far as the relationships, man, you you have to understand what, what kind of person you're looking for and, and what you want. And what you're willing to do as far as to meet that right person, man, you know, and it, it's sometimes it, it, you know, it happens organically. We would like to happen, but sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You, you have to, you have to go through experiences to figure out what you want. We are a victim, victim based society as a whole. Mm-hmm. We are, vi- we victimize every situation. We become the victim in everything, even though capitalism and the basis of how they promote it is self-preservation of perseverance and going selfish ideology yeah so however um you know when that's why you know i prefaced this conversation when i was talking about people talking about um you know i came from nothing Uh, i didn't have this i didn't have a mother i didn't have a father and i get it 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 does affect some people not saying it do or don't but at some point we all have the same story, right? Yeah. So 
you can't use that. That stick is too small. You got to use the biggest stick. That stick, I can't feel that stick anymore. And yeah. so I think that we we don't realize that we're just circularly rehashing conversations that people came before us. And we're not really being a student of our experiences. And that's why history always repeats. Exactly. Yeah. The, the the you are a student, you're in a classroom. And so I find it ironic because again, I fall victim to it too. And that's the that's we the all do, that's man. the beauty of we it because do, we yeah. in the system and we just pointing out things that we see, but that also we do ourselves. And you know, we we I think one of the things that we have to do to kind of fix this problem, as I mentioned earlier, is to take a seat and say, I'm a student. I'm in this classroom of life. I'm going to learn. And I, you know what? I turn in this assignment and I got a D minus. Yeah. Okay. That's a bad experience. But what happened in that experience, right? That's when the time reflect whether it was a bad relationship, bad business deal, you know, coworkers fucking with you. Yeah. Um, you're not getting attended results in the school that you're going to. And it's like, okay, what can I do better? Who's the best person or how's this person doing it? Right. If you're in a classroom, how's this A student doing what they doing? How's this B student? And, and and find your little niche. And if it's in a relationship, where did I go wrong? And what can I take the good? And then where can I take where I can be better at? have to self-actualize instead of being like well men you guys are like this or women you girls are like that no you can't you, throw that no 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 yeah. and now that that's what i said i fall victim to it too yeah and it's the can this the victim victimized, victimized conditioning condition. that we yeah. have we we victimize ourselves so much yeah but we have to learn i know you got you look like you want to no, say no 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 i'm listening right now bro i'm just listening this <laughs> is an interesting conversation <laughs> i mean because you're right like we are victims like i remember one time my wife she told me you know at one point she was like you you damaged goods <laughs> <laughs> sorry baby but, but my response was we all damaged goods Cause at some point in our life, we all had experiences yeah. where it didn't come out to our yeah. liking or nature. You know what I'm saying? She had boyfriends before me and I had girlfriends before her. It didn't work. So at some point we failed. I mean, we have to take accountability of what we failed at as far as a person and why that relationship didn't work. And maybe that just wasn't the right person for us. Yeah. But those experiences got us to the point to where we at now. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard a lot of people say, well, it was a waste of time, a waste of time. No, you had to go through those experiences. Yeah. Like you said, uh, okay, I got a D minus on that on that assignment. <laughs> yeah. So what what can I do differently in order to yeah. know when I go forward yeah. that I shouldn't? But a lot of times, even myself, when I got into new relationships, I brought that kind of that. Yeah that junk with me instead of just, like you said, looking back at it and alleviating that situation, yeah. get the good out of that, and then jumping that into the new, to the to the relationship I was in. So, you know, you know, and like you said, our, our experiences make us who we are sometimes, yeah. and sometimes it might not be for the best. Yeah. And I fall victim of that too, bro, you know what I mean? You know, I might not be the best person or the most romantic, but, but you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to work on it, man, because I heard my wife tell me that. So. And you got to be open to, I don't call it, I call it constructive criticism. Yeah, of you, course. And it's the way you say it. It's definitely It's Tony. the way you yeah. say it, you know, your verbiage. Now, I'm a firm believer in if you come with an energy, I'm going to match your energy. I hate to be that way, but <laughs> I am that way. You know what I'm saying? I know me. Like, But if you come at me with a calm, you get, I feel like with me personally, you get your point across more when you come in a calm manner and you discuss the situation with me as two adults, then when you are trying to out talk me or out, you know be uh, argumentative, and that's just not gonna work for me because then I can't receive the information because it's coming distorted and static already. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like it's bad frequency. I yeah. can't get with that. Yeah. So it's a way you have to say yeah. things, and it's the same way for me. I can't expect my wife to receive yeah. what I say yeah. if I'm coming at her in a way where I'm combative and argumentative. I have to talk to her as an adult. You know what I'm saying? I had to rationalize that as I got older, dog, because 
a lot of times, you know, in society, that's how it, we fire with fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, well, let me get mine off because, because like you said, we live in a capitalistic world where it's about being selfish instead of about helping each other and loving each other, really, man. And about you know, what can I get out the situation? Exactly. But 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 and I I like to add, you know, I, you know, I said sit down classroom, and I also um uh like to add that. Another part I think is important to help alleviate it is to put yourself first and within context, right? Not in a selfish, self-aggrandizing, self-loathing way, right? I'm yeah. talking yeah. like in a sense where when you meet someone, you don't owe them anything. You don't owe a person anything. And, and you don't you don't have to come from a place of selfishness, right? Now if you build a rapport with a person, then there's a certain, there's an unwritten level of expectation there that certain conversations should be made, yeah, yeah. right? But when you first initially meet somebody, even if you're figuring them out, you don't owe them. You don't have to, you can stop talking to them tomorrow and you don't owe them. You could talk to them for a month, month and a half, and y'all really, you just really figuring out, you can stop. I believe you can do that. But, but I think some people, you know, they start feeling obliged. See, there's a there's a other element when you meet when you get into personal situations. Is I call it subtle, covertly control. <laughs> That's what it is. It's subtle, covert control, and you get it in the business world. Yep. You get it in from the family world. You get it in your personal life. You start unknowingly become obliged to a, a vibe or energy that you're getting from a person, even though they haven't said nothing directly. You haven't said nothing directly, but you're like, all right, I'll do it. And they like, damn, like, why I keep saying, yeah. Put yourself first. Because what you do is start becoming more and more unhappy, and now you're trying to please people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You start trying to please people. You cannot please everybody. If a person vibe isn't vibe with you, trust your instinct. Back off, tell them. Or back off, don't tell them. You have that right. Especially yeah. if you ain't developed that level of rapport. That's the that's if y'all ain't developed a level of rapport. Now, if y'all develop a level of rapport, I think it's only the right way to go about handling Well, even even with that, uh people in a here's the here's the uh, crazy part, but the <laughs> understanding that people in their own heads they may feel like this is a relationship. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. And y'all may not have had that conversation. Yeah. Like we, we I know, uh, I know a few people that you know what I'm saying. In so in yeah. they in they yeah. head, they thinking we together because we hanging out. I'm always this is who I call. No, not necessarily. We just we never had that conversation before. That's a delusional person yeah. to stay away from. But that's what I'm saying. So yeah. con I mean, they head yeah. conscious. They yeah. thinking well, he must be thinking the same thing yeah. because this it's is how I feel. Yeah. But that's yeah. where that selfish reality. If we're not gonna be adults and talk about this, you gotta, we gotta, we just meeting and greeting now. We gotta get, you know, you want to get to the meat of things. Like you can't make a sandwich with just two bread, bro. Well, and eat, I, and, and then from my experience, I've had that conversation there, there in the past, and it's still been, and so you have every right to cut that person off. You don't even have to have a conversation or you only giving them the right because if they want to be delusional and have this understanding of what they are, you could be delusional and cut them off without explaining it. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, like, cause you, it's two different extremes. Not saying they're wrong for seeing it. It's not, they're not wrong for that, but you're not wrong for how you respond to yeah, it either. Interpolation, huh? Yeah. That's the interpolation, <laughs> right? Is nothing wrong with how, but see, people. That's another thing you got a lot. That's that leads to us. You can't let people make you feel bad right. for the choices you choose that's to right. make for yourself. Because you'll lose yourself. You will lose yourself. Yeah. And and so I call. I be caught. I ain't gonna lie. I, I be my mind goes so far. Like <laughs> my mind. People might call me crazy when I'm about to say. But I really believe this. Like I, I'm, I love history. If anyone you know that, I don't get into it like I used to because it can just take you down that rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Yeah. But you know, I know people heard of like Stalin and Hitler and Mussolini. Okay. And uh, Vlad the Van Heller. Okay. Um, but with that being said, you know these people were pointed out for their 
personality types which were evil in a sense. And I truly believe that there are a lot of people with those personality types. I believe there are more there are a lot more people closer to those types than we really want to admit it. They just afraid to push that button, but they think like that. I really believe, I believe there's a bunch of Hitlers. What you call them? <laughs> you said they delusional. Delusional. They created their own realities in order to, and, and, yeah. and, and, and so you get a, it's not, obviously it's not to the, it's on a spectrum, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Not it's just on, not as extreme. It's not that extreme or, degree yeah, of the yeah, spectrum, yeah. but you can call Hitler delusional. He was. You can call yeah. Stalin delusional and paranoid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're Mussolini delusional, yeah. right? They, and they crafted this reality of what was and what wasn't. And I think in relationships, we get a subtle form of people crafting it. Somebody might be like, oh, you being hyperbolic. No, I'm not. I think personality-wise, when we start to see the varying degrees of how people truly act, I've seen it like... You talking about the bases? No, I, I I've seen a person. Yeah, but you talking about the bases, like you yeah. not really getting into the yeah. ingredient. You just yeah. saying on the surface level, yeah. you guys yeah. have you, the you, same. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the delusion because you have to be somewhat delusional to start going extreme, right? The the delusion creates the extremism because you can't see for reality for what it is. Facts. So. I personally, I'm not no psych major, but I, I dealt with enough conversations <laughs> with people to understand that it's people out here who truly delusional. Yeah. And you can't tell them no different. And they can't see. And and they will hide behind their own mental health issues when confronted. Right? That's the manipulation of the delusion. Well, I have this personality disorder. Hey, when you but it's yeah. okay for you to do X, Y, Z. You can pull these levers. You can throw that rock. When I get a boulder and throw it, oh my God, you hit me. Oh my God, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> Those stones, don't throw them stones if you what got a glass what, what, was you, what was you about to say? I'm sorry. Nah, just you unpeeling everything. That's a scary situation, bro. <laughs> No, serious, man. Like, I had I had a lot of time to think, man. I've been thinking, bro. Like this whole relationship stuff, it's really been on my mind because I've been looking at why haven't I got to a point where I've been comfortable with to be in a relationship with a person. I'm not a dummy though, and I'm I, and so I be looking at the ins and outs of people. And most people, uh, the people I've come across, they they just not as logical as me. It's nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly fine, but. I see the world in an egalitarian standpoint where I'm going to do something unselfishly for you. I don't want adulation. I don't want gift. I don't want to get propped up. I just want to see you happy. I want to see you win. Whatever I could do to put you on, whatever, I just, I have no, most people that I've come in the dating sense, the most women in particular I come across, they're not like that. Mm. They don't give back that same reciprocity. I don't feel like they're willing to make those same level of compromises yeah, and sacrifices. Yeah. I believe there's a bit of delusion of unsets when they feel like they so-called in love, but the love is a selfish love because it's about what can I get out of mm. it. But when I'm ready to show you what true love is, the commitment and sacrifice, meaning that there's going to be times where it's going to be balanced to you. going to be times it's balanced going to be me. Sometimes we're going to be mm -hmm. evenly yoked. Mm -hmm. But at any, with any spectrum or end of the spectrum we own, Far left, far light, in between, I'm really to make a commitment and sacrifices. I'm going to love you for whatever and whoever you become. I'm going to support you for whatever you want to do. I'm going to let you be who you are, the best version of yourself. And I I can't say I found the woman who I believe was like that. <laughs> they always had like bits and pieces of what you believe. Bits, bits and pieces. Um, but I think... In the will, the way I'm with, I can sacrifice, and I understand what love is. I don't think they understand love like I understand it. You not, have you ever? Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no go but, ahead. Say what would you say? So, so when a woman asks you, "What is Meech looking for in a woman?" What What is your response? Oh, uh, I know it's a vague question. Yeah, question. I, I just thought it. about. It. I, I think at this point now, um, I think what I would say, what I'm looking for is someone to be able to communicate and understand at the very basic. That's the mm -hmm. first phase of it. Let's communicate, let's understand, let's build trust, let's build rapport. That's the basis, right? So and, beauty wouldn't be the number one? Um, You know, you you can't look like precious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I like what I like. Oh, this man. I don't like precious. No Who's disrespect. Politically incorrect. <laughs> no disrespect. There's guys that like that. That's just not my type. And I, I, I gave an extreme form of it, but yeah, yeah. But, but, but I will go more of a way. Of, I, I, it's not like she has to be a nine or a ten. She can be, you know, five, five and a half, six. Yeah, she can be that. So it's not like I mean, let's let's be honest. It has to be some form of attraction there in order for yeah, me to even yeah, entertain the idea. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be a level of attraction. You know what I'm saying? So let's be real, y'all. Okay. So, you know, we just can't always think, oh, well, you know, love don't have no nah, bro. It's gotta nah, be because the, because most marriages, like they say, well, I got let me not quote that because I gotta look for the stats they but they claim most marriages in, you know, out of out of finances. So yeah, the beauty looks good until the paycheck start drawing. <laughs> well, that's later on down. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> so, a whole nother conversation. Yeah. yeah, but so you said the communication and and the understanding. Understanding. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that's what okay. I'm looking for at this point, at the very onset. Yeah, and then once I guess once you all let, let's just say you all get to that point. Then you need to see that sacrifice, uh, right? Sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice? Right. You know, are you willing to sacrifice for me? Are you willing to love me? Are you willing to understand what a man is? A man is not only see women see leadership from a man differently. I see, I see leadership from a man like the president of the United States. You know, <laughs> I see it geopolitically. Like I see, I might have to go to Russia. I might have to deal with Kim Jong in North Korea. I might have to deal with Chinese. You know. Uh, Chinese Communist Chinese Party. I might have to go to Indonesia. I might go to our allies in Europe. That's how I see a relationship, right? It's geopolitical. There are sometimes you have to be extra so careful how you deal with certain mm-hmm. issues that come up in a relationship because it's territorial. Mm-hmm. A relationship is territorial. Right. And then there are sometimes where you got to be aggressive in it. Sometimes you got to be laid back and you got to be cautious of how you handle it. And I think that, you know, most. The women, I'm I kind of don't see the world like I see it. So I'm seeing it from a high level view. Like I'm probably like a mile above the you know atmosphere, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this finna happen. This finna happen. Don't know do this. Don't do do this. I'm gonna give you a prime example. Prime example. This happened in my past. <clears throat> so it was somebody I knew. We was talking, and. She had uh, pictures posted on one of her social media platforms. She was in a swimsuit and um, she was getting hit on by someone she's real cool with her husband. And um, I told her, like, take the pictures down of you in your swimsuit because that's a drawing attention. Well, why I got to do that? Because, you know, I lost weight and I just want to show up with why men. I'm like, see high level view. Like, I'm right. understand as a man, I'm understanding man like, going to see number ass and titties. That's right. So now, that's not like saying that that's- great sweatshirts, sweatpants <laughs> with your dick print and all that. Not saying that that's what Sorry. you, the attention that oh. you're inviting, not saying that that's the attention you're inviting. That's not what, I'm not saying you're intentionally doing yeah, exactly, it. exactly, exactly. But, but it comes with it. Right. If I drive down the highway right now, I see a billboard. Like, I ain't got a billboard right down the street of wanted criminals up to. I'd be like, damn, this person, they, they, I see it, right? Mm-hmm. And that first thing I think of is crime. Yep. Or if I see this criminal, the, yeah. the, the slim, lit, lose weight, the mm-hmm. little measuring tape around a woman's weight, I'm gonna think about the gym. Mm-hmm. So when I see a bikini and I see some breasts on, I'll be thinking about some titties. <laughs> Come on now. That's simple. She got offended by me telling her that. And I it was very logical because at I at but this is the thing, up until that point, I never said anything about how she dressed. Now, I did n- you did you tell her that after she told you that the man was hitting on her, or did you after? 
the man. Oh, so you didn't even initially say. Jim. I never said. That's the other caveat. I never said yeah, anything put that about out there, how they dress. might say like. No, because he, yes, we gotta say that because it, I support a woman a jealous, how she wanna dress. Man, nah. But once you start getting unwarranted to attention, you may have to switch it up. Yeah. But if you keep doing that, you're gonna keep getting that attention. So obviously, I think you like the attention, right? So don't bullshit me. Don't sit up here and say, oh, well, no, you he just want the, ultimately you want the attention. Yeah. Let's just get down to the meat and potatoes. You were a little larger. You wasn't getting that attention. Now you lost some weight. Now you get some attention. <laughs> but you see how I'm, I'm looking at from a high call level. Call a spade a spade, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you, you see, I'm, I'm looking at it from a very high level view. Like I wasn't looking at it from, just an understanding of me being But, but we got to put that caveat there. Yeah. This is after. Actually, it was yeah, after. It was after. Because he never before, initially said. Yeah, she's always it. dressed. She's always showed off cleavage and wore tight body suits. And she was proud of it. I supported her in that. If that's what she wanted to do, that's what she wanted to do. Right. I never really had a problem how a woman dressed. Right. But uh, only when she comes to me and says, this is makes her feel uncomfortable, then yeah, man, well, maybe you need, and see, that's where I'm, that's where, that's why I said the president of the United States. Okay, so let me ask you this. Where do you think she wanted, how did you think she wanted you to react when she told you that? She just probably wanted me to listen. And did you think she wanted you to say something as far as I don't uh, think she wanted I don't think she wanted me to say nothing to him. I just think she was just wanting me to just be like, damn, that's messed up. She, she, you should be able to wear what you want to wear. You know, it's two thousand and blah blah blah. Women been doing this for two damn, you know, just on some support. And I'm like, I hit her with something she wasn't expecting me to say because I hadn't said nothing like that. Right, but, but but you complaining about that attention and maybe it only makes sense, right? Yeah. One plus one is two to me. Uh, right, right. <laughs> like I don't get it. Like that. Like like I don't get it. If you sit up here and saying this per, and then you already saying that you know I told the person they don't believe blah 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 blah. That's how he is. Okay, so what else can you do? <sighs> Obviously, her wife understand it. So, what is she gonna tell? <laughs> she just already told you where where she stand with that, bro. I mean, but 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 that's the leadership in relationships. I feel that's why I say the president of the United States. That's very political. Okay, if. Okay, so so unfortunately you, we live in society when we see ass and titties. I mean, like you said, is you you prime example like you see in Ukraine, United States careful about certain things they do because they don't want to be provocative to Russia. Yeah, they don't so, want to come nah, out. You know yeah. what, Russia? You know Ukraine. We're gonna do this. We, we can't help you though. We can't give you these long nah. range missions because nah. then it's the escalation. Like, yeah. So I'm thinking like you know the president. I'm like, well, you know what? Okay, you in the swimsuit. I'm a man. It's tight. Titties out, the ass out. Yeah, maybe you just don't need to be wearing that because we don't want to escalate for you know for more unwarranted yeah. attention. Right, that's fair. That's very fair and logical. Well, that's because you thinking logical now. Her logic might be. I work my ass off to get this body, and I want to be in this swimsuit. And I, and I support you in that. But yeah. once you start getting unneeded, unnecessary attention, you have to protect yourself because that can lead to other things as well. So I as a man, you. not only just the image of it, but then you might have people who you turn down that they become obsessive, obsessed with you to the point where they want you if you deny them or not, and they're going to find out how they can get you. So it always can escalate. And that's why I say it's like the president of the United States. You got to think like, okay, I don't want no problems. I don't want war. You got that. You know what, Russia? You got that part. You right. know, we ain't going to send Ukraine them long-range missiles. Right. You know what I'm we saying? We're going to give them a couple of dollars. We ain't going to do this, do that. But you know what I'm saying? You know, I might throw on a tasteful little swimsuit. You know what I'm saying? I might post it, the tasteful one. You know, a little rap and all that. I'm still going with my swimsuit. I might be just posting some of them a little more, less revealing. A little less revealing. So a little modest. Yeah, a little more modest. 
But then, you know, I'm still wearing my stuff when I'm out. And I'm going to keep the stuff that I really wear out personal to me. And go ahead. I, I was just going to say, today in society, we glorify what we, uh, or I should say, we look at things. A lot of people are, hold on, let me get my thoughts right. In today's society, social media is almost like a status quo now. Like we care about what other people think. We want to be seen. I don't even really post on social media. And maybe that, and, and probably this is why, you know, Dropping Juice Podcast, y'all don't see us a lot because <laughs> we don't post a lot. But I was never under the impression that I needed to post something to feel some way about myself or need validation from somebody. Like, I, I get it. I get it. I worked my ass off. Um, I did it. Okay, that's fine. But who are we doing it for? Are we doing it for ourselves? Mm-hmm. Or are we doing it for the world to see? Again, it goes back to society. It's the dream they sold. Mm. That's why we get. That's why we get down to the root of institutionally. Like institutionally, they've created at our fingertips accessibility and information unlike we ever seen in history. Facts. And with this information, it's Facts. creating more alter egos. You know, more bigging up what they do. Oh, I'm a business owner. I make this much a year. I make that much a year. I drive. I'm in this private plan. I got this money, and people. Most people don't live like that. Regular people don't live like that. We are glorifying people at one point in time where we'd be accusing of stealing money from us, but now we're glorifying these people because you have to have a sense of. Oh, I ain't gonna get too deep. No, nah, man, you got to, man. We. Hey, like you said, drop it, juice, baby. <laughs> we unpeeling it, bro. <laughs> drop it, juice, baby. Hey, that's that onion you unpeeling. That's that onion. Yeah, you peeling it back, baby. Hey, the closer you get to the center, hey, that is. Yeah, but I, I, you know, ultimately, like, there are people who, these people we glorify. Some of these people, not all, some of these people with money we glorify, they talk down, they look down on us, they think we peasants. Um, you know, it's it's no different than feudalism in a sense of how they, they look at the hierarchy of society. We have hierarchy, so you got, you know, the classes, rich, middle, poor, how to, and then you got within those classes, you got classes within the class. You got classes within the low class, classes within the middle class, classes within the upper middle class. So, you know, if you a high lower class, nigga, you look down on the low lower class. If you a high middle class, you look down on the low middle class, right? But then you got you got the high upper class look down on the low upper class, but then you got the high the up the upper class look down on the middle the high, you know, middle class. And you got the high middle class look down on the high lower class. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just how society yeah, Right, works, right, right. You know? the, the, these divisions we create, we foster the classism that we created. It has become, it's become centralized. Is is what, what is the word? Synchronetic. Syn- synchronicity, I think that's the word. Where it, you know, we, we get to a point where it, it has really like, it's perfected itself. Right to the point where now it's all hands off and we doing it to ourselves now because the the game has already been shown and now we just playing and like, oh, you ain't got this, mm-hmm. but I got this. Right. Or I got this or I got this. Or I live in this house. So you live yeah, in this neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. I live in this neighborhood. And it's this subtle level of competition. I think that's, you know, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people are fixated on sports because people like to compete and win against mm-hmm. each other. That's the, that's how they that's overt, the real, uh, overtly yeah. do it, right? They like to bet and they like to see their team win and they like to rub it in somebody's face, but then they don't talk about the subtle where I cop this car. You know, we cop the case. I bought a Tesla. You know, my brother bought a Tesla. All right. But he got the Model 3. Yeah. I got the Model S. Right. <laughs> His was 50 miles was 100. You get what I'm saying? Like, what JC say was the difference between a 4.0 and a 4.6. That's what I'm saying. Like, 20, 30 G's, cocksucker. Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 we, we, we've created this, man. And now 
now which is another thing you got these young ladies on social media talking about they not dealing with a man with xyz is just like crazy ain't they out of touch like those people like from what I understand, like people like that, they ain't making it in the real world because the the, the real middle class people like, nah, you ain't popping off like that on us. Like you not finna talk shit, you'll get humble. Like you don't have no you don't have no motherfucker body come and flex on on people who actually keeping you, allowing you to do what you do. Like right. without these people, you can't even get to you can go to the airport and get um okay, let's just say. You couldn't. No, no, no. No, true and true. You couldn't go to the airport because we're going to make the car. <laughs> right. You couldn't actually be in an airport because who's going to work the terminals? Yeah. These same people you said you don't even want to do. Who's going to fly the planes? Because obviously they pass. These the type of people you're not dealing with. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So for you to look at yourself on a level where you can't deal with a certain person because they're not doing X amount of Z shows, you don't appreciate everything, your daily life, the way your life function, people, the same people you're trying to shit on help create the life you have. Let go back to what you just said. Sacrifices and compromises. What are you willing to sacrifice? Are you going to go to the bad? I mean, are you going to go to the level of me sacrificing for me and I, as I would for you. And, and, and again, per, people's preference is preference. So I definitely want to say that people are entitled to have a preference, but to have an extreme, pre, extreme come out and say X, Y, Z. I can't date a blue collar man. I, a guy can't, he got to be. he ain't making, yeah. He, he, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> and it, like, it, it, it sounds delusional. It sounds delusional because you not you not nothing like you can get a room a, a bunch of blue just like I said that hierarchy get a room a room bunch of blue collar people you can look down on them what happens when the hundred millionaires come in the billionaires come in that room they gonna look down on you like all right man you ain't get the fuck out of here well go back to what you just <laughs> said though. Now you about to be that side woman to that grandpa who got a family at home. Because how many millionaires, I mean, how many billionaires we talking about? 1%? And that 1% is including women, too. So there's, there's top 1%. I mean, that's that's why I say somebody. So now you setting yourself up for failure. Somebody, so. And that's why I say somebody can always talk down on what you yeah. got. That's why I said, like, you could talk down on somebody else, but somebody can talk down on you. And then you can look like a fool in front of a bigger bag. Right. So don't get too, because there's always a bag bigger than yours. Right, right. right. That's why I be that's why I be tripping off people who be sending like it's always a bigger bag. Right, right. You know I mean, saying? like you said, it's preferences too. Now. Yeah, I mean, you can have a yeah, you can have a preference. No, it's nothing wrong with preference, but to go on social media and say, I'm not dating X Y. Okay, that's your personal thing. Keep that personal. Just, like right. because now you it because the optics of it, it looks bad. It exactly. comes across like you shitting on regular exactly. people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's not no level of maturity. Woo! Mature people ain't gonna talk like that. No. Y- you know, I'm sure. Shit, fucking Tiger Woods married a house his maid. <laughs> Man, you know whatever you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Men what? do it all the time, though. That's true. That's the other thing. Men do it all the that's time. True. Men sit up here and will date way below. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's we, we look at it differently, though. We understand what it's about. They, shit. Well, we got. No mind. Yeah, that's gonna open up. (laughs) (laughs) But 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 that same logic. If you really about a partner, why? If you can level him up, why not? If you really love him. If you're looking at it from that point, if you're looking at it from just a partner and love and a, and from a society that's as advanced as we are, actualized like we are, why can't it be to a point where it's like, okay, well, I love this dude. Because we got thoughts in our head that maybe he's trying to get over on me. Well, you know what? I heard, I heard this. I heard somebody say they don't want a man making more than, you know. I mean, does it really matter? I mean. Control. <laughs> Regina Jazz is say control. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm from the firm believer. I really don't care if my wife make more than me, as long as we, me and her are on the same page, and we and we are uh, 
thinking alike as far as where we want to be uh, within the future and making sure that our children are taken care of. Facts. So does it really matter if she's making more than me? Absolutely not. Matter of fact, I want her making more than me because a true man uh, understand that uh, a woman's success should be congratulated and not tore down. Just, to, just the same way as if she wants me to be better or progressing. You know, it's about the benefit of the family. You know what I'm saying? Not the individual. You know what I mean? If I'm winning, we winning. If she's winning, we winning. Yeah. You know. I agree. But but I mean, like you said, it it all it all goes back to what you just said, the thought process and what you feel and how you thinking. But but you know what? And it's all said and done. I'm just being an idealist because I know that that's not the reality <laughs> of the situation that we in. I said all that to say I'm being idealistic, which is okay because we at war. We at war. Dating has become a war now. <laughs> and you have to have all the necessary weaponry to protect yourself um, because people not thinking logically. Mm-mm. They think it selfishly. Everything I described earlier is my idea or my viewpoints on how I feel like society has influenced aspects of relationship. But ultimately, I don't think there's no level of repair because it's just too it's too much information and people get a grain, a little grain of it, and you know, they they become the master, the sensei. And now they reteaching it. And so now you divide another people into this group. Another person say, I don't like what he said. I'm going to come out. And then you divide another people mm-hmm. in this group. And so we never really start create a base where we have true, healthy understandings and discussions. And understand that we are genetically different as women and men. It's okay for women to have her ways and men have their ways. But how can we do it in a healthy manner? It's not always going to be healthy. But how can we get to the point? To, I say healthy man in general, but there are going to be points where there may be an argument, mm. right? A real argument. But, hey, babe, you know, sorry, talk it out. Right. How are we going to get this, back from Understanding that? Yeah. your partner, like, I think that we don't we don't look at the relationship from a holistic viewpoint. Um, we look at it, you know, very selfishly. And uh, like I said, I'm an idealist. Uh, and if we could just get you know people together and just stop dividing men and women so egregiously like we do today, and both are willing to listen, women are willing to listen, men are willing to listen. <laughs> I think we could start a base, right? Because women got to learn how to date, like and be went uh, and be wives. And men gotta learn how to date and be husbands. I think, I think that I, you know, I think it would be a good idea if there was some type of life school or coaching in regards to dating and and in, in regards to being a husband and in regards to being a wife. Um, having certain necessary skills, right? To being a husband and being a wife, you know, and you know, always emphasizing having your time within mm-hmm. that within that space. So, um, you know, I think that's a start. I don't hear enough people talking about building. I hear a lot of people talking about what they want mm-hmm. and destroying and selfishness. And I don't think that allows people to be, uh, to start off on the right foot. I think a lot of times in relationships, men and women want to come in a situation already established. Mm-hmm. But when you coming together, this is a whole different yeah. ball game. Yeah, I agree. It's like going from high school to college to to the NBA. Mm-hmm. This is a whole different ball game. So now we have to learn how to establish at this point of our lives. Okay, we did it on our ends as far as ourselves. Yeah. But now we have to come together, like you said, unselfishly and compromising and sacrificing. And how does that look? You know what I mean? Like, there's not a school out there that tells you that, like, you know, in the marriage, man. I mean, that's why a lot of, like you say, a lot of marriages don't work because they coming into the situation thinking one thing and not allowing themselves for the growth and maturity in order to, you know, see that 
it takes work, man. It takes real work to be married. You know what I mean? Because you you still fighting these outside influences of society. You still got your mentality. She has her mentality or, you know, whatever relationship you in. But, you know, and you trying to bring all this into this one household uh, and, and trying to make it work and understanding that sometimes you might not see eye and eye. That's why they always say you should pick your battles. You know what I mean? Because everything doesn't deserve an argument. You know what I'm saying? There's things you, that you could stand on. There's things that she stand on. And you got to look at it. Okay, for the for the betterment of our relationship, yeah. is it worth that fight? Yeah. You know, some things you just got to let go. And then a lot of times we as you know as the the couple we mm-hmm. we have to stand strong on our values yeah just going back to what you're talking about where the woman say you know if the man making the more than the one woman outside influences can look down on that to try to influence your relationship as far as how they view things because they're looking at it from their interpret interpretation which really they shouldn't have as much input or value on your relationship because they're not in it. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be careful on that as well because a lot of times, you know, it's easy to be influenced from the outside looking in because they think the grass is greener on the other side, which really they have no idea. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, this is my house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't know what happens within this household so it should stay that way, but that's just a little my two cents on that situation, nah, I agree. And you just have to have that level of understanding and being able, like you said, communicate. Yeah, I agree. And just that, that I mean, pretty much. Damn, this was a damn good episode, Meech, man. Yeah, yeah, we manifest. <laughs> yes, sir. What you say, man, we manifest, huh? <laughs> yeah, we manifested. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hey, well, man, this Dropping Juice podcast, man, we don't all streaming apps, man. We on social media, Facebook. You got anything? Me, no, I'm good. Hey, he good. He said he out this piece, baby. Hey, man, we on Facebook, Instagram, man, TikTok. Hey, man, go check us out, man. And once again, thank you all for listening. We out.